This week, Alexis, I just have one question for you. And it's a very simple question. For me? I'm involved? Kind of. Um, okay. You can say yes or no. I don't know. Yes. What's the question? Yeah. Is we going to beat these Buffies down or what? Because I got curfew. <laughs> <laughs> you just got touched by angel. Angel, girl. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. <laughs> and that certainly relates uh, in a big mm-hmm. way. So... Yeah. <laughs> Sydney, won't you tell our listener homegirls, what did we watch this week? This week, we tuned into Rush For Your Life, released 2022, currently available to stream on Tubi, directed by Alpha Nikki Maloa, written by Jackie Logstead, and starring Kia King, Ruchi Wigway, Mary Dita, Amanda Jordan, and Kiara Graves. All right, let's start the show. The new Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the new Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we watch a Black independent movie. Why? Because we love them. We really do. Hmm. And each and every week, we start with our 60-second challenge, where Alexis will explain the plot of the film we're reviewing in 60 seconds or less. This week, brought to us by Spirit Sticks. (laughs) All (laughs) righty. Now, for the theme of uh, this week's episode of review, you got to get this right, or I I guess you kind of get hazed for the whole episode. I don't know. How do we want to do it? Kind of stay in that same theme? Now, how did I end up on the the chopping block here? (laughs) Okay. I'm always down to have fun, Um, but it's irrelevant because I'm going to get it right. I'm on a good streak right now. I have not gone over the 60 seconds in weeks. So it's been a, no, I it's don't been like a really long time. Yeah. You have only one strike on your record this or two this season. I think it's two. Um, and they oh. happen like it's back to back earlier this season. Yeah. Oh, you're so, right. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've listen. been on P's and Q's since then. Okay. All right. Let's start now. Uh huh. So Tasha done found herself up this white ass school. And not only is she up at the white ass school, she done decided to. To, to get mixed up in white people's business, uh, <laughs> white women's business, precisely. <laughs> Tasha is a journalist, an aspiring journalist. She don't got a lot of experience under her belt, but she is looking to break a big story about a sorority girl, a, a girl who was rushing one of the sororities, town new, and who ended up dying the, pre- the previous school year. She wanted to break that story. So she finds herself trying to trying to uh, over this and like go investigative and brush the sorority just to get the story. But she ends up too wrapped up, putting herself in danger. And she messes around and trusts one too many of them white girls and ends up uh, with the short end of the stick in the end, and she had to go ahead and get them together to make the story finish, like to complete the story. That's Rush for Your Life. Oh, three seconds left, girl, because I was going to have you scale the side of a building if you ain't get that right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And now you shouldn't be laughing like that. Well, that is what happened. Um, And I even put a little bit of sass and spice on that one because I feel strongly about this movie. So we're going to get into it. Yeah, that was good. That was good. 
Now that we know what went on in the movie, let's get on into our general thoughts on Rush for Your Life. All right, y'all, before we get into our general thoughts on Rush for Your Life, wanted to shout out Miss Deborah Lane, who starred in Birthday Behavior, the film we reviewed a couple weeks ago. She left a really great comment on our Instagram post, uh, just saying she finished the review. Thank you, girl, and that we're hilarious. Also, thank you. Um, and she loved the review. So we love hearing from cast and crew uh, who work on a lot of these films, just kind of letting us know they either listened to the review and loved it, or they kind of just love our banter back and forth. So we're adding Deborah as one of our honorary listener homegirls, friends of the show from now on. Uh, and for all other listeners out there, feel free to hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, or in that Gmail. We love hearing from y'all. And let's get back to the show. So Sid, what'd you think of Rush for Your Life? I think you summed up a lot of what I felt um, in your 60-second challenge. <laughs> this young woman, Tasha, found herself in too much white women business. Um, mm-hmm. And I was I was along for the ride. This was actually quite the thriller. This took me back to that haunting video of those girls in that doorway. <laughs> oh, my God. Who pledged... What was it, 80 pie? I want to go 80 pie, boop, boop. If you haven't seen it and you want to be scared this Halloween season, go and watch it. Those girls are terrifying. And this movie (laughs) took me there and I was worried for our main character from the moment she stepped on screen until the credits rolled. So safe to say, uh, you know, I was in it. I I enjoyed my watch for the most part. I was very, um, this is a classic thriller. So like as the viewer, I was very concerned with our main character's choices and why she would continue to be in these girls' business. Um, but you know, that's the point of this genre. And we're here. It's October. It's, you know, it's scary outside and all that good stuff. So I'm excited to talk about this film. Uh, what did you think about Rush for Your Life? So, yeah, I guess whatever they was trying to do, I think they did it um, because <laughs> I spent most of the, my watch time just being um, concerned for Tasha mm-hmm. and yeah. trying to see how the story unfolded. Um, a couple of thoughts. Let me get these off real quick. So, one, the movie's fine. It was a perfectly fine thriller. That's my opinion. A couple mm-hmm. thoughts. One, <laughs> Tasha, and I mean this, bottom of my heart, I'm for real listener homegirl, Tasha needed... Medea. Now, this movie reminded me a lot of Boo, a Medea Halloween, and Boo 2, a Medea Halloween. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> because it's like black college students mixing around with like white frat boys and stuff. Mm. And the only thing that could have really helped Tasha and I think made the movie even better is yeah. Medea coming to her rescue. Now, I know Tyler Perry is kicking himself because this, yeah, yeah. this could have used Medea. At least think, Joe yeah. or Ma'am. <laughs> ba- Honestly, the trio, like the classic trio and, and, and Cora as the voice of reason, Tasha needed them because she could have easily been one of Medea's young great nieces because Medea got a hundred of them anyway. So, and you see, yeah. she didn't have no family in the movie. She, she was just kind of like completely alone on this campus. Yeah. And I'm like, she, you need Medea. <laughs> she needed some Mabel. She did. Yeah. And I'm not ashamed of feeling that way. Um, next. This is just a heads up to the listener homegirl. This is less my thought of the movie and more um, just a heads up, girl. We will be talking about um, white sororities and what it means to be a black girl 
involved in that and it yeah. won't be friendly. No, <laughs> it, won't be. it won't it won't be favorable. Yeah. Um <laughs> so roll with us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Stick around. <laughs> Pop some popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I thought of it. I'm really excited to talk about it with you, friend. Yeah. And I did, I've we can go through I feel like this would be a fun like little tidbit for this episode. I did put through some of like the dares. I wrote a few of them down that they gave <laughs> Tasha. So you and I can play a game of this or that like throughout. Uh, yes, and see what we nice. personally. Yeah. Oh, nice. How fun. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to yeah. enjoy that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that we know our general thoughts on the movie and we, we know what we're getting into here, let's go ahead and mm-hmm. walk through some of these scenes. Let's walk through the movie. Here on the New Chitlin Circuit, we like to start with the first scene in the movie. So let's, let's, let's bring us on in. This movie starts at a white frat party. Um, it looks just how the Asher Roth I Love College video looked. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that it has not, you know, stuck with Gen Z from that era because that was a good that was a good song from that That's era. True. I'm surprised they haven't dug that up, but it Watch, looked like that. After video. this comes out, it'll it'll be a trending sound on TikTok. Let's just see because like yeah. fall semester just started for like college kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a couple weeks ago, they're just getting into like the party life or whatever. I'm I'm surprised that hasn't come back around for the kids. Hmm. Right. I love women. Hey. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it looks like that. And then suddenly mm. somebody fall off the roof and it's a girl. A girl fall Black. off the roof and you hear that thud. Oh, the party's ruined. Ooh. The party's over. <laughs> Cancel. I'm going home. Thank God uh, for Howard University. Sydney <laughs> <laughs> just gathered her breath clenched her hand to her chest and now she is cupping her hand over her face with her eyebrows squeezed real tight. You look in distress at the thought. (laughs) I would have immediately packed my bags and went back home with my parents, okay? I'm at a Mm -hmm. party trying to enjoy some college life and a girl falls off a roof and dies? No. Mm -hmm. Something something going on here. And she black? Is racially motivated. What am I I supposed to do? Was Sophie black? I thought Sophie was white. Oh, Sophie was white. My fault. Sophie Either way, the girl don't fail. <laughs> I know I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's just the first scene of the movie. So we cut to uh, one year later, and we see our uh, main character, Tasha, a very pretty black girl on campus mm-hmm. trying to do her thing. What, is she a sophomore? She's a sophomore, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she is trying to get a position at the school paper. Wait, is that the first thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's talking to yeah. Clancy. Boom, got it. She is trying to get a position on the school paper on the editorial team. And, you know, <laughs> I think I think we've all been here. She is trying to make her very, very thin, very short experience sound a little bit more better (laughs) than it is. Lie a little bit. Stretch it out. It's okay. We've all all done that. Yeah. She says she has 200,000 Instagram followers, well, followers on social media, and that she wrote for the high school paper, which, you know, Mm -hmm. once you get that sophomore year of college, it's nobody wants to hear it anymore. High school don't matter. Yeah. Um. And she just hasn't had much in between the high school writing and now, but she wants a spot on the school paper. And she's talking to the school editor. The school paper editor was Clancy, right? That's that's what Clancy's job was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Clancy is the editor and she's not trying to hear it. She's like, okay, girl, give me something tomorrow. 
you know, get, right. Give me a writing sample, something. something. Right. Let me see what you got. Yeah. Now, instantly, what did you read on Miss Clancy? I knew she couldn't be trusted instantly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. also, I was like predisposed for like every, each one of these like girls who were somewhat involved with Tao knew or any of the sororities on campus. I said, oh, you can't be trusted. I don't. Mm-hmm. And Tasha, let's read through the lines. Girl, all of these girls are coming for you somehow, some way. And, yeah. you know, Tasha, but our character has to be naive. It's that kind of movie. So, you know, I was along for the ride. But I knew Miss Clancy was up to no good immediately. She was way too willing to just give Tasha a chance. Like, that's yeah. not how y'all be. I know it. <laughs> that is not how they beat you right about it. Um, so Tasha jumps at the opportunity and puts herself, you know, puts something together. Um, and her subject matter that she's already chosen for in her mind. Tasha, Tasha is like a dog with a bone. She is just, mm-hmm. she's dead set on these sorority stories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. About what's going on because the death of Sophie, uh, the girl who was rushing town new last year, really shook the mm-hmm. campus up as of course it would, you know? Yeah. A girl literally dies is pushed from a roof at a a party. Oh yeah. yeah. Shut it down. Yeah. Investigation. So, I guess she thinks that she can trust Clancy because Clancy is kind of an academic type. She's not in any sororities. So so Tasha thinks Clancy is neutral. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> so next thing we see um, is when Tasha's working on the it's article. It's the start. It's the start of rush week. So we see Tasha uh, like walking through campus, getting pamphlets from the different sororities and things. And I guess trying to, you know, mostly her way around. And then, of course, she stops at the Tao New table, which is the <laughs> sorority that Sophie was in. And we first meet Gabriella, who... Mm. Untrustworthy. So Gabriella, for context, Gabriella looks uh-huh. like old girl from Euphoria. Um, which one? Not, not Cassie. Oh, not Maddie. Maddie. She look like Maddie. She gives me that. Yes. She gives Maddie. She she gives Maddie Mean Girl vibes. You're right. Yeah, but in the way that honestly, I kind of trusted Gabriella. She was in in the way that like um, how Maddie is with Rue on Euphoria. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like somebody who looks like they should be really mean, but Uh in fact, is just kind of like you know. Like they know their they know their social position. Like yeah, they know yeah. that they are like socially more powerful in in that setting. But that's they're still true. pretty nice about it, and that's what I felt like from Gabriella. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I felt Tasha was being fake <laughs> in the moment because she <laughs> oh, was just she trying was. to get a pamphlet to get information on them. Yeah. yeah. Get the story. Now, I do want to take a brief sidestep because this is necessary for us to even get into this because mm-hmm. on today. You know, it's not every Monday, but on today, a white girl might be listening to this podcast. <laughs> Most of our <laughs> listeners are black women, but it, on yeah. today, maybe a, a young white woman is trying to be down, trying to support. <laughs> to which I Sister. say, appreciate you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate <Welcome>. you, girl. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, or, you know, really, I'm being funny, but really just anybody who didn't go to an HBCU or hasn't been around a lot of black, black Greek stuff. Mm-hmm. I have had to explain to like I've had roommates, you know, uh, white roommates in like my this summer. This think about your time, like interning, and all of your white roommates yeah. and the sororities they were in. I was like, ooh, right. And I just wanted to lay the difference here that because Tasha's in some shit, 
uh, like entering <laughs> some shit that, you know, is not universal. So yeah. rush week on a white campus with the white sororities, you go and like everybody walks up to the different tables, the different sororities, and they take a pamphlet and you mm-hmm. talk to the sorority members and they sell you, like they pitch you kind of, because yeah. there, there's so many of the sororities, they all want recruits. They all want people yep. to rush. They all want pledges. That's what you call Yeah. And then you choose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you choose. And then you rush and it takes a couple like weeks. Maybe it takes uh, like two or three weeks and mm-hmm. then you're in the sorority. Yeah. And if you're yeah. done with the sorority, you can leave the sorority. Yes. <laughs> when you, but, yeah, when, when you graduate, you can leave. Or if you just don't mm-hmm. want to do that no more, you can leave. It's just, that is what it mm-hmm. is. It was, it was something fun to do on campus. That's, yeah. that's the vibe it gives for like white sororities. Right. <laughs> And that's what, so that's the process that this whole movie is wrapped around. Clearly, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, for folks who went to different schools like uh, HBCUs or have just, you know, not been around white sororities, this sounds a little crazy Uh, because this is certainly (laughs) not how things work, you know, when I was in college. Um, I have no affiliation with nor any experience directly with any like black Greek organization. But I know that they don't talk about it, and <laughs> you can't go around <laughs> yeah. asking for pamphlets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and rushing like pledging yeah. takes like a whole semester. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big process that's very different, very very different than what the yeah. white. And when they leave do. school, they're actually at least most times still very active in the organizations and doing for lifers. things. <laughs> for, yeah, truly for lifers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's It's just a very different culture um, that white people, like that white, you know, Greek letter organizations have. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, Tasha is so interested in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And for the life of me, I I really want, at this point, I really wanted to get to like the bottom of like, girl, why? Because I know these are not the only organization, like this is a big white school. So there are some black orgs on this campus. Okay. And also- We only see three black people on campus mm-hmm. for most of the movies. Right. You know, they're like main characters, right. but it's just the three of them on this big ass campus. And in the current year, that's just not accurate. Like I know right. it'd be a small bunch, you know, you know, the black BSU stick together, but it'd be more mm-hmm. than three people on these campuses. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm gonna try because it's only tangential. Like it's only barely related to this film. So I'm gonna try to delay my conversations mm-hmm. about how some and I honestly, that's too many. How f- a few um, black students at PWIs and in these white spaces act <laughs> like yeah. in terms of like um, how they carry on sometimes. Just mm-hmm. a few of them, not most of them, not even half yeah. of them. Um, I'm going to try and delay that so we can get further into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So she gets going on this and she does a, Tasha does a little um, like video form because that's what Clancy tells her, like, girl. We're transitioning mm-hmm. video, which is a real like journalistic thing that's going on that like, you know, True. don't nobody care. Like it used to be a big fucking whoop if you got yeah. like a long form article in the New Yorker. But now mm-hmm. like the niggas at Vox that's got the motion <laughs> graphics on the videos yep. <laughs> is doing yep. laps around like that. Yeah. Like that's the new journalism, you know. <laughs> I'm on the landing page now. I'm not on like that's it's different. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Tasha puts together something like that, um, and it was pretty good. Clancy liked it, and she was like, all right, girl, you, you, you know your stuff. Mm-hmm. But Tasha's ass, throughout this whole movie, it takes forever for Tasha to realize that she is not in control of this yeah. situation. At and all. at this point, she really thought she was in control. Which is accurate, though, for like, think about us at 19. We really yeah. thought we had shit together and handle. But like, yeah. look, if I was to like sit across from myself right now at 19, <laughs> look, ooh, baby. <laughs> it's, ooh. I just felt a wave let of let embarrassment. Let me give you a hug. Yeah, like, like, if 19-year-old me was sitting over there, I'd be like, ooh, girl, damn. Like, damn. Pick your fro yes, out, man. You know what I'm saying? Slopsided. Is your twist out even dry? Like, like come on, man. Like, why did you leave the house? Like, come on, let's. Let me give you a hug because you going through it right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's better. Stop wearing that backpack everywhere. You don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. Put your to keys in a bag. Why are they on that lanyard? <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> man. Tone tell it down. <laughs> this, this, this is we're not gonna get no bitches this way. <laughs> this is not the road to, to, to success. Yeah. Yeah. So Tasha's going forward and they actually like her. Now Gabriella, mm-hmm. I still can't really understand. That's how fake that bitch was. I still she can't understand fake, but like- when her switch flipped on Tasha. Like I still don't know. Mm. What was it from the from the moment she the the Clancy already okay? There's a scheme going on here. Listen to homework. You know yeah, we love a scheme. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody's in on the whole thing. But like but Tasha. from did Gabriella know Tasha was was like just trying to investigate from the go? Like when did her shit flip for her? I think her shit flipped after. Oh, this is further into the movie, but after like they found out Tasha rat, like ratted them out to the cop. Mm. I think oh, that's true when it flipped. You think so? Because I feel like Gabriella was just kind of like, all right, we're just going to have, like, we need a black girl anyway for stats. So, like, because that's what she said. Here. Yeah. Oh, all right. Nope. All right. Yep. It's happening. <laughs> when Tasha was at the rush table getting her pamphlet, mm-hmm. Gabriella says, yeah. Actually, no. Gabriella really hits it off with her. They like each other. They're chit chatting. Mm-hmm. And Gabriella goes, and I've been saying we need more POC in town new anyway. So it'll be yeah. great. And she didn't say it like, we want you because. She said it like, mm-hmm. I fuck with you. I like what you, I like you. Plus, I. so yeah. it wasn't like the worst thing ever. But I just cannot. And if I'm not trying, this is a show about movies. <laughs> so <laughs> I just can't wrap my head around mm-hmm. how some black people feel yeah. so comfortable in spaces with people like that. I, I don't know. How I don't do you I, pretend yeah. that that's a sisterhood? I don't feel very sisterly at all. I don't feel very Quas sisterly said. to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not not very feel sisterly. To me. <laughs> I just don't get like I I I can't understand what it takes for because you have to join in a sorority, period, is about having to change a couple things about yourself to be more presentable. Mm-hmm. Most people do. You have to like change certain parts about yourself, the way mm-hmm. you post on social media, the way you dress, the way you do your hair right, right. to fit into this. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's already a- enough, you know? Yeah. But as a black person, the amount of changes you have to make to fit in with a white sorority, a white crew. 
don't it's know. astronomical. Yeah. Like the amount yeah. of things you have to push aside and put up with. I just, I, ain't nobody I, ever said nothing like that to me outside of the workplace. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would I want my friend group to need a DEI to do initiative? That. Right, right. I'm just saying. I just, girl, you know, we, you, you want a Fox sitcom friend group. That's, that's, we, we need you, girl. Come through, come through. We, we got one of everybody. Yeah, no, I don't like that. At yeah. All. And I just saw this glint in Tasha's eyes where she was kind of, feeling it she liked that gabriella liked her and like gabriella's popular and pretty and you know a sorority Mm. girl tasha liked that shit and which is wild to me went on with it yeah if there's one thing like i my favorite group of people on the planet earth is black women that's just that's Mm -hmm. just my favorite group of people i just don't have the urge or like just even the want to want to feel that connected to a group of white women. At all. Because you know where it, where it stopped at for me? And we'll get to the next next scene because things start to pick up and escalate for Tasha. But where the buck stops for me is that I know there is a very small percentage in my experience of white mm-hmm. people who have like genuine like liberal families or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right, like mama right. no, and daddy. That's true. Most yeah. white people, grandparents is not people I would want to sit across from at the dinner at table. At all. I've yeah. seen the statistics. Because it's always the same like disclaimer. Because, you know, we don't even really go to like my grandpa's yeah. house anymore because he said XYZ last Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh, girl, yeah. keep that to yourself because yeah. I'm looking at you different. Yeah. So I'm not even going to bring that in. <laughs> but yeah. just like mama and daddy or even your brother. You know, mm-hmm. white like mm-hmm. you, a white girl, and you got your tote bag, and you're being all cool in your Air Force yeah. Ones with your black at, friends, um, but your brother's halfway down the pipeline. Yeah, Sydney Sweeney <laughs> from Euphoria, yeah. when the photos Boom. came out from her mama's birthday, and everybody in there was dressed in a, uh, a blue, back to blue, and make America great again <laughs> stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what the hell they be talking about over there. <laughs> you see, I had to like, struggle for that one. And, uh, I'm so dramatic. And who are me? <laughs> I've never I rarely get to use that but that's so like bookie nigga like that's such a like book reading ass nigga thing who are me to ask somebody to go against Uh their family for me (laughs) you know what I'm saying so I just know I can't really like our our relationship can only go so deep you know what I'm saying absolutely so that's always where the buck stopped for me Cause I yep. know what you, I know what you defend and what you mm-hmm. will, you know what I'm saying. So I just don't see how you can def- form a deep bond with white women. Literally, with Mima and Papa, and y'all yeah. talking about whatever the hell, and you was at at the dinner table discussing all of that, and you gonna come back in my face on yeah. Monday? No, I'm yeah, all, I'm I'm good with that. I don't need all. I that. think I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. But. Tasha gets welcomed into the sorority house. They have a little mixer and all yeah. this stuff. And then I think just about the silliest thing. I don't even. I don't know if this is IRL. I don't know if they really do this. Like like sororities uh-huh. really have these cloaks, but <laughs> they put on these pink cloaks and they tell the girls, you know, welcome to welcome to town. New like you know pledges. I will say. <laughs> My only like true knowledge of white sororities is through movies. Yeah. So like in Legally Blonde and in Sydney White starring Amanda Vines, the girls mm-hmm. did welcome the pledges in like some kind of a cloak 
cape situation. So maybe that's mm-hmm. real. Well, I think it's kind of funny. No, it's very funny. <laughs> it's very unserious. It is. <laughs> and so they get they lay down the rules here. Now, first, the first lie they tell is talking <laughs> about some don't be alarmed by the small numbers. We split y'all into five groups to pledge class and don't talk to no other pledges. This is the only y'all is it. It's there's just nobody the ten else. of y'all. Stop lying. Yeah. Yeah. There's nobody. Nobody wanted to pledge lying. a sorority where a girl died. Who does? Yeah. Come on now. Stop playing. Yeah, it's just me and these other fools in here. Right. <laughs> and all of y'all was witnesses in the murder. No. Right. And but they they tell them something I didn't really expect. Now and the plot gets like, hmm. So mm-hmm. this is how the hazing works, which it was all is this how it is? It was all haze and no like, damn, they ain't gotta learn the history of the damn <laughs> like you just wanna torture them. <laughs> And Sydney like, White, all she did was get hazed, and Amanda Bynes was never in the sorority. She ended up like creating her. She ended up in a house of rejects. <laughs> like what the was, fuck? Yeah. yeah, the whole thing is you just got to get hazed, and it mm-hmm. don't. And, and they don't want through, you to talk to no it. other pledges. So how yeah. you forming this bond? How, how you, you forming the bond? The sisterhood? Right, like yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's how it works. Everybody got to download this social media app called Pose, and then it's a bunch mm-hmm. of anonymous accounts on there and you pretty much go live on pose so you get an anonymous message any time of day it can happen with a Mm. challenge right and a lot of the challenges is like this or this you know and within 30 minutes you got to record yourself doing the challenge if you miss even one challenge you out Mm -hmm. and the person with the most likes on their videos uh well the people with the most likes on their videos get into the sorority insidious to me very, very insidious. And so, what do you what do you learn through this throughout doing that, Tasha? I mean, I mean, that, I guess you get the tea for your article, but like the other girls who I guess really want to be in town knew they just got their ass like handed to them for a couple weeks, and that's it. That don't sound mm-hmm. like fun or like something that's worth it to me at all. Do you got do you got one of the the dares? I do. Down? Let's start with that first one. Okay, so yeah. we're going to assume that we are at our alma mater. We're we're back on Howard's campus, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh for these dares. All right. So first one. Are we going to let's just assume we're going to either or sneak into a frat house and steal like one of their insignias or like pictures or something on the wall or Sneak into the president's office and steal his diplomas. Hmm. What you think? I think the safest thing to do would be sneaking into the frat house, not because Mm -hmm. I'm scared of (laughs) President Frederick. (laughs) Yeah, not because I'm scared of him, but because um, the the Howard campus, the frat houses are pretty far off campus. Like mm-hmm. it's a good ways away, so I could get away. Whereas yeah. if I'm on campus in the president's office, campus police likes to do their have job. you down. They and like you know, the, he, yeah, yeah, he run with security. At least he used to. I think <laughs> he still do. So yeah, so, I think yeah. I think uh, the frat house is a safer option there. <laughs> That'd be mine too. And I feel like they yeah. they don't be having no security for real. No, like they don't. And yeah. nothing is on lockdown in them houses. You can go in there. Right. And get, it's just a bunch of out. boys. Literally, return it. They wouldn't even know. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's exactly, I, I'm glad we're on the same page because Tasha mm-hmm. got that same dare and she chose yeah. the same thing. So yeah. <laughs> they text her, you know, you're going to steal the Delta Sig? Was it? Was it? Yeah, Delta Sig, their pig. Yeah. Yeah. Still their like portrait of a pig in a suit. That's their thing. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, Whack. And she decides to go and do that. Uh, this is after mm-hmm. she has already been in that frat house at a party and has met the one black guy in that frat. And so when she breaks in, all the she's not quiet enough. So all, all the yeah. frat boys wake up and they're like, girl, what the fuck are you doing? What the hell are you doing? And they ready to beat up. They, <laughs> they ready to put their hands on. But the black guy was like, oh no, she's uh, you know, and they come up with this lie that she's there to restore the painting or something. She, mm-hmm. she does get out with it. And she climbs up the leaderboard after having successfully completed that challenge. And yeah. I could just see this silly ass girl getting happier <laughs> At yes. earning these points and losing her way. Mm-hmm. Immediately. I mean, I, did we mention also for these dares, they have like 30 minutes to complete them or they're like yeah. removed from the pledge process? Did we mentioned that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she yeah. got, yeah, she got this one done with a few minutes to spare. And now I want to talk about black men in white fraternities because I talk <laughs> about black women. And my question is, how are you forming this bond with these white girls? How? <laughs> white yeah. women are so conniving. Like when it comes to, if you're in between them and their goal and mm-hmm. you're another woman, especially if you're a woman of color, black, oh, yeah, Indian, girl. Chinese, <laughs> like fucking You're Mexican, getting stepped any, over. You are yes. getting plowed. Like I, yeah. I've just seen it happen too many times. It's happened to me. Like they will <laughs> just do that. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and they will slide that pussy hat on <laughs> and ask you, why are you mad? I'm here for right. all girls. Yeah. All rah, girls rah. matter. She's in B. Anthony. You know, yeah. She's our hero. RBG. She's our girl. Yeah. All that bullshit. <laughs> so my my point about black women in those white sororities is confusion. <laughs> and like, Very girl, so. what, how are you doing this? <laughs> but my point that? about black men. Because we know why they do it. white fraternities. I know why you're there. Yeah, yeah. We know exactly <laughs> One, you why. are a victim because black mm-hmm. men often get caught up in white spaces because white people think they're cool, but they mm-hmm. just end up getting unpersonified. <laughs> like they just yeah, like black yeah. men end up getting treated like, like action figures in those spaces. Yes, they do. But they fucking know that. A lot of them do. Come on, Jamal. Show us that thing you did. That's all. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> Hit them folks. Hit them <laughs> Tyrell. <laughs> yeah. Can you nay nay or a whip? <laughs> right. But the thing is, when it comes to black men in those spaces, they get a, a social benefit. One, mm-hmm. all the white girls you can dream of. <laughs> Two, yeah. like access and like, you know, you put your, your sperries on and you mm-hmm. blend right in with the white boys. And your vineyard and, vines. And, Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I look at them. I, I, you know, black women, I feel bad for them in those spaces, but black men, I look at them sideways at because sideways. Yes. you know what you're doing. Like you're putting a, women of all colors, including the white girls. Oh, I hate when I have to defend of all <laughs> colors. You step uh-huh. on them to gain your place next to the white man. And I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they do. But this so guy, any listener homeboys listening, and you have a <laughs> real life homeboy who mm-hmm. is currently in a white fraternity, ask him some questions. Tilt your head to the yeah. side when you talk to him. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. And ask them what happens when they plan Roddy Rich out loud in the frat house. Mm. Yeah. Who is mm. saying nigga? It is very yeah. important. Ask yeah. him. Sir, um, his what's the black man's name? Though? Anthony. Anthony. So Anthony seems he joined this frat. Here's his lore. He joined this frat a year ago, and now he seems mm-hmm. disillusioned with this whole thing. You know, yeah. he, he lives in the frat house because, I mean, why wouldn't you? It's the cheapest place to live, you know, if, if right, <laughs> as right. opposed to on campus or in another apartment. Um, and, you know, he doesn't seem like super into the whole thing. And whenever you see the other frat boys in uh, DC amped up about something, he's just kind of like, guys, come on. You know, like relax. Yeah. He but even I'm mentioned, still like, going to be on his head. Pig portrait. Yeah. Cause like, it's just their thing. But aren't you a member of DC? Right. That's your thing. I'm still going to be on his head because that's just the flaw of many people. And I, I'm mm-hmm. not even exempt from this. When you get in a position where you see the actions of others hurt, you know, the actions of people near you hurt others. Mm-hmm. You just kind of like, you're like, you, you become more neutral and passive right, than right, actively right. fighting against the thing. And I'm like, dog, you can't just resign like emotionally yeah. when you see these guys are like being destructed. Anyway. Mm, and that comes back around too, because he really fucked Tasha over. So he we'll, did. We'll, yeah. And that is why I think these spaces give us like, they, they, it's, Dr. Umar would call it a, a, a mental <laughs> When we have to quote Dr. Umar seriously and not yeah. like joke, like in a jokey manner, <laughs> that's how you know. That's how you know. <laughs> Something's gone too far. <laughs> yeah. Listen to Homegirl for context. You know, me and Sydney are two hardworking uh, black women. And yeah. we name we mostly record this this podcast on Wednesdays, actually. Mm-hmm. But tonight is Friday and we're having we some wine. Little- <laughs> yeah and yeah so we're, we're feeling a little bit more um risque we on the sauce tonight uh, <laughs> not we off the yak <laughs> we off the yak on the sauce yeah. yeah make this our i think it's maybe just like our third episode of like 120 something episodes where we yeah we'll been be drinking, drinking. <laughs> yeah our very first yeah. was hilarious our, yeah. we were actually drunk yeah we were like and it's clear drunk. it's so clear yeah yeah go back and listen to what was that 24 hour love that, 24 i still hour like love. that movie i rewatched it the other day i still well i rewatched the snippets that i liked i still like okay. that one yeah but i like the cast was great I, I my opinion still stays i would have rather seen it as a stage play in person and not as a movie yeah that's fair i think it was made to be a stage play they should have did that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so Tasha gets her first dare. She does that. Rah, rah, rah. And she's back at the she's back at the sorority house again. Now, mind you, ain't nobody going to class. I don't know what that's about. No yeah. class. <laughs> um, just vibes. This, vibes just in vibes. week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, does it work that way? Where don't, people don't really go to class to... during rush week? No, I think they still got to go to class. Is it like homecoming week where like people are not really... No, because see, I'm you see, I'm about to reference the same movie in Sydney White starring Amanda Bynes. <laughs> she would be in the library sleep trying to study because mm-hmm. she was up or like doing whatever stupid dare they had her doing the night before. So they were still mm. having to go to class. Okay, well, they left that out of this movie. <laughs> they did. So yeah. she's back Maybe at the Sorority House. With a book. 
look at all. <laughs> She's back there, and Gabriella is being so like it's it's literally like uh, Regina George. Like when she sees yes. Katie, she sees this hot girl in the rough, and she wants mm-hmm. to make her a hot girl. You know? Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> so that is how That's Gabriella's a great analysis of Regina George. <laughs> yeah, I've never She's heard like, somebody oh, she say hot, hot girl in the rough before until today. <laughs> <laughs> that has tickled me. I don't know why. Yeah, that's how she showed up with them, them raggedy jeans on and Regina said, I can make her something. I can make her somebody. <laughs> I'm from Africa. That's <laughs> Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. <laughs> they play too damn much. Because why would they do that? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And that's how that's the type of tea Gabriella was given. So, um, like, you know, just giving Tasha these little tips and stuff. Tasha also connects with the one other black girl on the pledge. Do they say online or in the rush? Russian? I don't know how to. I don't know how they. Uh, I don't know. Like reference they process. <laughs> I'm gonna say because um, I feel like it's process. not online. It's not feeling very sisterly. If like if they was yeah. online, if because like, white people they don't have probates, do they? How do they, yeah, they? How they? I don't think they. Do how do they do that? Oh. I don't know. They have. I don't. Have I no don't idea. know. Well. <laughs> Because, um, I mean, it's, it's an event when the girls come out on campus. Yeah, it's like, a whole thing. Who number yeah. 12? I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I knew nothing about all this stuff. It's just, it's just so nice to hold. You just go out and it's such an event. I don't know it's anything. Such an I don't event. know any of these people. Yeah. Or, oh, wait. No, we're in chemistry class together. I know that girl. Literally. But like, it's just such a good I don't time. I'm so happy people. for everybody. I'm like, yeah. oh, girl, look at you. Yes. It's always on a bright, sunny day. <laughs> Literally. I, then I find myself in the back of the crowd. Yeah. I see you, number 13. You don't better even know work. Her. I don't even know her. Yeah. But she killing it. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just one other black girl Russian town knew, and I really wanted to understand more about her. Like, what are you doing here, sis? Mm-hmm. Um, and Tasha befriends her. Her name's Jada. And, Jada, yeah. you know, they're being friends or whatever. And they do have this. They, they connect as the only two black girls pledging this sorority. <laughs> right. But then they talk. And this is where I'm. All right. And this is my final thing of me sneaking in. Like black college discourse, yeah. Into the episode because it's been all final... up through the timeline the last two weeks, yeah. Uh, with with uh, little mama at USC and her dance team. And let me get to that. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, homegirl, I promise it's, it's not going where you think it's going. We are uh-huh. Sydney and I are two very uh, level headed people on a day to day. I don't think about Howard University. I got bills to pay. I'm thinking about (laughs) my job and like, you know. Today, I was out running like errands before we recorded. And I had on like my Howard sweatshirt. It's a little chilly outside. A a stranger yelled H-U at me and it scared me. I said, oh, I'm not a player. Okay, you know. All right. You know. Okay, relax. Don't run run up on me now. Calm down. (laughs) Yeah. So it's not it's it's not going to come out the way you know because we like we grew up like when we were eighteen we show up on campus we had to interact with old head Howard people like old Mm -hmm. HBCU people who think like it's I don't just like Cosby Show type of people who (laughs) who just are. (laughs) Like, bro, give it the times. Like, everybody's just doing what they got to do. Like, right, right, you know, right. Like, people are like, y'all ruining the culture. So, I get it. It's not going to be that. Mm-hmm. Jada and Tasha had this conversation later in the movie where they had this small throwaway line. Yeah. Where 
they're like, oh yeah, you know, I, it's nice to have, oh, it's nice. I'm glad that you're rushing because then I, then they both were like, then I'd be the only one if you weren't here, which is a nice moment. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then they go, yeah, they say something like, well, yeah. And I know we can't like talk a lot. Like we can't be seen a lot together when we're yep. in the sorority the house, two. because then they'll think we can't make friends with white people. I want to put a pin right there. Yeah. Why would you want? I I this is what I get confused about. <laughs> I, I don't I that don't, you, level of strategy when I it comes to who you socialize with. That level mm-hmm. of strategy is the preference for many people. Now most people yeah. go where they go in terms of like if you go to a white school or if you go to a historically mm-hmm. black school. Most people choose that based on a variety of factors that are completely outside of the social aspect uh, or the like racial experience. Like most people, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like most people don't go to college at all. So when the people, when people do get a chance to go, especially black people, Mm-hmm. You go where, where where you can afford, where your program is, where that's the best distance from home for you, you know? Yeah. And they're in Ohio in this movie. So, Which is like, oh, child. I just, yeah. I mean, that's too much for me. But I just Ohio, don't understand yeah. <laughs> that level of strategizing, whether whether or not you can talk and how much you can mm-hmm. talk you know to that another makes black sense? person. What? That kind of strategy, well, at least it did make sense. Um, not this current season, but last season of uh, Big Brother, when we had our mm-hmm. very first all-black alliance come together and had like a black winner. And this season, this most recent season, a black woman won the very first. Shout out to Taylor Moore. Oh. But all the black players in season 23 of Big Brother, they very secretly formed this alliance behind <laughs> the scenes of all of like the other non-black players, most of whom are white. And at the end, it all came out. Oh yeah, we've been planning this all along. Like this was this was the plan. Only us, the I viewers, knew, but everyone else in the house had no idea. And it, it makes sense that. there because y'all are trying to win some money. It's it's a game. Mm-hmm. It's a competition. It's a game. It's, it's a not game. your everyday life. It's just a right. couple weeks in a house, right? Literally. But yeah. why would you sign up to be in a like for Jada? Jada's actually rushing this sorority. Mm-hmm. Why would you sign up to rush a sorority? where you can't talk freely <laughs> with another sister, you know, uh-huh. if they both were to rush through and like go to be in the sorority, you can't freely yeah. talk to another sister too much because your white sisters will think that you're not blending in well enough. Right. That you're not down, you're not down with, down with them, which I, just, I ask again, how is that sisterhood? It. it don't sound like sisterhood. So I don't get that further. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm doing a kind of like a Obama hand, you know how I used to do in the yeah, speeches, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like thumb and, to the uh, index I finger. Was, uh, yeah, I was uh, talking to uh, Michelle and uh, yeah. Malia and Sasha and uh, the girls, <laughs> the <laughs> girls, the girls. <laughs> yeah, I just don't I, like. You know what? I'll just, I'll toss it back over to you, friend. Because yeah. now well, I'm thinking is... about the USC on that on that daytime television show, and now I'm just yeah. like, fuck it. Yeah, we yeah we we yeah, we we ain't gonna bring that Twitter yeah. discourse here because it's it's, yeah. it's it's already doing its thing. And it's if you listen to this thing. show, 
I'm sure you've already seen the discourse, so you know what's happening. Yeah. We don't need to even bring that up here. Yeah. But this is a good time to bring up our next this or that. Okay, let's lighten it up a little bit. Yeah, let's put so, a little bit of, let's squeeze some lemon yeah. on top. Let's brighten it you up. Know? Would you rather stand on a table in the calf? I mean, peak lunchtime, like it's mm-hmm. packed in the calf, Blackburn, and make mm-hmm. a speech randomly, or run through the yard naked during the day, springtime. People are out. It's like the first real day of spring on campus. What are we doing? I, it's the first. I would never. <laughs> I would never <laughs> run through. Like, even if nobody was on the yard, I would never run through. Yeah, the I'm yard not doing naked. that. Yeah, I'm not doing. <laughs> and that. I always have something to say. <laughs> so I don't mind standing up okay, on the so table. Okay, so what's your what's your random speech going to be about in the calf? Well, the thing I'm always prepared to talk about is like um like urbanism and like bike mm. infrastructure. Um, okay, but. That could come off. The thing is, and now I'm thinking about it in in terms of Howard University, everybody always Mm -hmm. has a cause. So if I stand up on the table and do that, they're going to think it's like an official protest. So I think I'll have to dial it back to a non-issue. And the next thing you know, you were leading the next lockout in the A building. (laughs) Right. Why are there no bike lanes on the... <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, and I'm it's completely uh-huh. by accident, you know. So yeah. I think I would have to get up there and maybe make a speech about how uh, Jim really settled when he married Pam, and it held his wow. career back. <laughs> and Pam should have uh-huh. just stayed single for a while to get herself yeah. together, um, and she should have let him go when he wanted to move to Philly. She should either move there or let mm. him go. That's Something good. Like there's that. there's a what? decent population of the Howard campus who tune into the office too. So I think you you'd find some good applause when you yeah. stepped off that table. Yeah. What your speech would have been about? I think I would have took a similar TV route because that's what I'm mm-hmm. always talking about anyway. Um, so I probably would have talked about how the CW ruined the WB and how all mm-hmm. of our favorite and classic sitcoms were done so dirty. Okay, mm-hmm. why do we not at least get to see Joan get married at the end of Girlfriends? That was her right. whole story arc. Why did that, that just, happen? It would have completed the show. Like, you know? what the fuck? Yeah. Right. You see that? So it was a clip of Cedric the Entertainer's uh, stand-up from, you know, decades prior. It was uh-huh. talking about how big of a whoop, you know, NBC made. What was that CBS or NBC made about Friends? Uh, NBC. Mm-hmm. NBC. NBC. And yeah. he was like, I didn't find out it was the last episode of the Steve Harvey show till I showed up to shoot and I saw a cake. <laughs> Damn, they did them dirty. You know? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Whew. So that's Tasha also chose. Honestly, these dares were they were all like, wanna do this thing or this way worse thing. Like it really was yeah. not a tough choice in mm-hmm. any of these. So she stands up and gives a speech about how the food at the university is not up to snuff. Like it's it's not good. That would have caused a riot in the calf. First of all, yeah. the ladies who be at the sandwich line would have shut that shit down. And it just yeah. would have been too much. But see, she mixed in. Tasha had mixed in, she was like, and they not paying the workers good. Oh, you're right. And that would have brought, right. yeah, brought it back around. Yeah, that would have brought it back. Howard had a lot of striking <laughs> with the they union. They did. They sure did. What was our homeboy, so, DeAndre, who worked in the C store mm-hmm. at Blackboard? Something he like was, that. He always or held us down. Deontay, something like that. Deontay. His name guy. was Deontay. He was nice. Something like yeah. that. 
Yeah. Shout out so, to Deontay if this makes it across your desk. <laughs> we was the girls in there. <laughs> I don't maxing out our bison books at the end of yeah. every school year. Definitely. Yeah. And now we got a pantry full of snack size uh, rice krispie treats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Tasha chooses that route as well. Um, just standing up, giving a speech. And once again, she completes the challenge. She moves up the leaderboard and she's just fucking mm-hmm. eating it up. At this point, she's barely writing the fucking article anymore. Yeah. No, at this, Tasha's a full pledge. By the time we get yeah. to like, because this is her second dare. She does another one after this. That's so wild. She like gets, she and Clancy are in the room talking about the story. Tasha has an edible in her bag, but I guess she didn't know it was an edible. They eat it. They both yeah. high as hell. And Adair comes in, middle of the day. She has to either scale up a two-story building or, like, scale down a bigger building. She chooses to scale up, but she's high. And once she, you know, makes this challenge happen and she reaches, like, number two on the leaderboard, she's in. Tasha's a full town new pledge. She's ready to go. Yeah. And one thing that confused me about her and Clancy's relationship, or really Clancy in general, is Mm -hmm. Clancy is not gay, they're sitting there. I thought she was too. I thought Clancy was going to make a move. I did too. With that little haircut? Come on. Yeah. Like yeah. they were sitting there um, laid out um, when they was high. And they, mm-hmm. the way they was gazing at each other, I thought it was I thought it was going to be gay. But then later in the movie, when I see Clancy with one of the other girls, I'm like, oh no, this seems gay too. No, Clancy's just giving a very magnetic lesbian energy <laughs> on this screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, yeah. She was, though. But after this, now things are starting to get dicey. So, mm-hmm. Tasha's big dare is yeah. she has to deliver a package to the top floor of the abandoned building on campus. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't. For- I forgot what the or was because she chose this or, one. Yeah. What was the or? Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I forgot to. Yeah. So she's got to go to that abandoned building. She has this, they drop off this box for her to take up there. She goes through there. It was scary. I was like, ooh. Very. I thought she was going to die. Yeah. That's what I thought. She gets in the elevator to go to the top floor. She should have took steps. Um, (laughs) And the elevator freezes. And then somebody cuts the the wires. And she dropped down. Ooh, child. Oh, that's scary lawsuit. as fuck. Have you ever been stuck in the elevator? I have been. I that's that's I'm always very like kind of hold my breath a little bit to this day when I get in an elevator in case I get stuck because I got stuck when I was a little small kid in an elevator and that just shook up my little nerves. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. ready to handle that. So to this day, I'm very yeah. much like cautious when I get in elevators. Yeah, I got stuck once. Sometimes I forget because you know me. I'm, I'm pretty. Um, I don't really have big reactions about things. Yeah, you don't. (laughs) Your reactions are always, yeah. That's how it always starts. (laughs) Like literally like that. Yeah. Or even when stuff is really, really good. I go, man, that's nice, man. (laughs) Wow, man, that's crazy. I didn't, I know that, man. That's that's good. (laughs) That is you. And I'm like, what? (laughs) That's how we balance each other out. (laughs) I believe I have the world's most genuine wow. Like when I say it, I mean it. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
So oh I got stuck in the elevator on my way to work one time in the in the work building. And this Ooh. is when I was working at the um, D.C. government um, mm-hmm. in college when I was interning there. And sometimes I'd be forgetting that I can react. So, like, I like I could, you know, just pull out a bigger reaction and be okay. I, I yeah. probably could have went home early that day. But <laughs> yeah. when they got me out have. the elevator, and I was like, no, I'm fine. What, why would I? Everybody was like, oh, my God, are you okay? Wow. I just couldn't understand. I was like, no, I was in there for like 45 minutes and now I'm out here. 45 minutes? Alexis, yes. at, at minute five, I'm hitting the call button. Need oh more my God. air. Oh my God. I think but, I would have been suffering more if somebody else was in the elevator with me. Because I, oh no. I don't want to be locked in there with nobody. Yeah, I don't you locked in there with me. I, I'm yeah. freaking oh out. I'm, I'm, I might have fainted. <laughs> and you're so dead ass. <laughs> and I, I know I you're for truly, real. They would have had to have paramedics have on the scene out. for once they like open the jaws of life to open them, them elevator doors to get me out. Put me on a stretcher. Take me to <laughs> the emergency room. I need what? medical attention. <laughs> I need medical attention. You, you want one of them silver blankets? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wrap me up. Give me some oxygen. I need you to check my pulse. Oh my God, Sydney, please. <laughs> yes. I pushed the call button after a couple minutes. And I. After a couple minutes? Yeah. Oh, no, ma'am. Yeah. Mm. Well, this is not... Either way, Tasha was in a way worse predicament. Yeah, way worse. She, she could have actually died. She was in an <laughs> abandoned building. And yeah, yeah she could have for real died. And she manages to like barely on some cell, cell reception on her phone. First off, this elevator shouldn't have been on in the first place. Because if right. the building is abandoned, then the inspection can't be up to date. The elevator should not have been operational at all. So the school That's is true. liable for this. Liable, yep. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. We learned that in B law. Mm, I sure right. did. That is negligence. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but somebody, you know, a, a, a school worker comes and gets her out of there uh, after a hell of a long time. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. And she all shook up and frazzled and covered in dust and stuff from yeah. the crash. Yeah. yeah. She goes back to her dorm and sees that it's been tossed all around. And mm-hmm. she's at this point, she's so dramatic. Now she's starting to wake up. She's like, oh my God, I think somebody's trying to kill trying me. Trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like she went from zero to 15, and we just needed but her I've at also nine. Have never related to like a, like a <laughs> statement more. <laughs> Somebody trying to get me, y'all. What? <laughs> oh duh, God. Tasha. It's about damn time. Open your eyes, girl. All it was was the frat boys coming in there to steal the pig painting back once they realized she ain't no damn arts restorer. <laughs> but we and didn't know Anthony, that. <laughs> Anthony comes up and it's like, oh, you know, or this is a little bit later. He's like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's even worse because even that's worse, when she goes yeah. to Jada. Yeah. Ooh, and that's yeah. when we get like the, the tr- like most fatal uh dare of the pledge process we clever long yeah. it had been so they they messaged jada via the polls app and jada was like leading in the leaderboards for a while and then finally um tasha beat her to number one now jada's number two and mm-hmm. jada's new dare middle of the night after tasha came cried her heart out about her almost death 
she can either give like a random BJ to some who knows who, or, yeah. or do a line of Coke. I also would have chose the Coke because, like, I don't know you. Yeah, but um, see, to me, I feel like I'm thinking about what's the most dangerous thing for me to do here. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I think this would have been the one to get me out of it, not because I think uh, blowjobs and cocaine <laughs> are like the worst things in the world. They're yeah. not things that I do. <laughs> 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 but I'm thinking about the potential danger present because yeah. exactly what happened. I don't trust them bitches. I That's, don't. Yeah, I'm don't. not consuming nothing. Y'all drop off over here. Y'all killing yeah. bitches. I'm not yeah, doing that. Are. I'm not doing no drugs. Y'all and drop I knew, off over here. I knew immediately that coke was laced. There's, there's right. that ain't nothing. Immediately. Regular. Yeah. But then again. I'm not finna live stream me giving nobody no BJ. Either. <laughs> I'm, not I'm definitely do not that. doing that. Now, mama, if this was not- In the words of Kelly Rowland, my mama taught me better than that. Yeah. Okay? I'm not going to compromise my Christianity. Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that. That's so funny. <laughs> um, if this was not a live sh- a video thing, then I would have just found- a, I would have just sucked a dick because I'm not finna- <laughs> Unless I had like a drug test kit or something, you know, yeah, if yeah. I already mm-hmm. did drugs, then it wouldn't have been a big deal, but I don't right. do drugs. <laughs> so yeah. Coke it's is just that's, too much risk. Yeah. I draw I, like, I just, Coke just seems like, no, I'm not. I'm, I don't want to really be involved in that. That's because what I it, like say. I'm not the, that type of girl. I don't do that. I'm yeah. not that kind of girl. Sorry. The truth of it. I just yeah. don't like to be high. Sometimes I was, if I'm like smoking weed with my friends uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't got too high. I'm just so annoyed uh-huh. because I wish I could. I wish it was a knob that I could turn. Right. I wish I could turn, turn being off. high down like the volume. Yeah. <laughs> like I wish I could turn it down. Yeah, you know. So I definitely wouldn't want to be high on nothing else. Well, cook, and That's then I gotta snort that. Like you? Yeah. No, no. This morning, I put my um my um flonase too deep into my nose. And oh, I was wow. just like rubbing my nose bridge the rest of the morning. <laughs> well, Damn. it was really just for the next like hour. But I put it up yeah. too deep and it's like, ugh. <laughs> well, you know how I do Ouch. my flow nays. I get my two hits. You know, that don't bother me. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not a, I'm not a pro like you. But yeah, yeah she you know. chose the cocaine because um, it is worse for a woman to be sucking dick on live. <laughs> on so, live. Much worse. <laughs> and she is not. Gonna stand up for herself. Yeah. <laughs> and they laced it. She sat up there and died. And died. and and yeah. what's the name? Tasha wake up in Tasha. the morning like, wake up, girl. Now, this is why you can't trust white women. Mm-hmm. Think about this. It's an all-white sorority. Yep. And the two black girls is on the is at the top of the leaderboard. When and yep. you're in a situation like that, white women feel compelled. To mm-hmm. correct that. To them, that's yeah. not the right order of things. And they need to correct it. It's not yeah. them trying to bring you down. It's just like putting it back correct. Like right. saying salt and pepper. If I, if mm-hmm. somebody handed me pepper and salt, then and I salt, would instinctively yeah. put the salt before the pepper. If, if I was right. editing somebody's paper or something. You know what I'm right, saying? They right. put pepper and salt. I'm going to put those back. You know, mm-hmm. that's how white people view things. <laughs> yeah. And that's what they needed to do here. We can't have these two girls doing too good. And and yeah, they no, took her out. Literally. 
put a hit out on the girl's life, killed her. Yeah. And now Tasha is really shook up. First, they, somebody tried to kill her last night. Now her <laughs> only friend, really only friend on campus, is yeah. dead. Okay. What the hell we going to do now, Tasha? Yeah. Then she find out that the frat boys tossed a room and Anthony's yep. oh stupid ass sitting up <sighs> there about it. talking about, well, I mean, I told him to stop. Uh, did you tell him to stop? Right. <laughs> if you <laughs> knew that was in there, why you didn't show up to fix her shit? Huh? You know what I'm saying? Why you, like... didn't, why you didn't report him? Huh? You know, mm. I told him to stop. Useless. I really did. I swear, Tasha. <laughs> Useless. Make yeah. matters worse. Now Tasha got to sit in front of the police about uh-huh. this dead girl number two yep. Yep. <laughs> on this Who campus. Who was last seen with Tasha. So she's suspect number one. God damn in it. this girl's and death. Tasha gets up there and does what any reasonable person would do. Snitch. Snitch. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> is I'm dead. I'm snitching. this shit out. Singing yeah. like a canary. Ain't nobody safe. And it ain't worth a damn because the cop she's snitching to is in the sorority. I don't get that. How many cops yeah. are in sororities? Like how many sorority know. girls go become cops? Actually, I don't know. It doesn't seem like like white sorority girl to cop yeah. pipeline seems very dry. Slow. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I don't think there's that many happens. people in that pipeline. <laughs> like that. Yeah. But this officer is. Um, so now she's white just sorority like, to cops wife pipeline. Oh yeah, that's that strong. That's a yeah. strong stream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you try to that fill a going. glass from that, it'd break your cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the police officer obviously didn't help and made her feel like, damn, everybody in on this shit. So right. Tasha feels like it's up to her. Um, she even makes the mistake of trusting Clancy further. Um, and then <sighs> the scheme as it, as it unfolds, listener homegirl mm-hmm. is that Clancy was in on this whole thing the whole damn time. Whole time. Clancy wanted to be a town new girl so bad, even though she told Tasha I tried to pledge last year and then Sophie died uh-huh. and they kicked me out. Yada yada yada. But come back and I hate those girls. Lit- Clancy yeah. said I hate them bitches. Did she not say that? Or something Clancy like didn't even admit that much when yeah. when Tasha asked about Sophie's death. You're right. Sophie Clancy said, "Yeah, that shit was so sad. I hate them girls. I hate them bitches." Yep. But <laughs> she bitches. neglected to mention that Sophie was her roommate. Mm-hmm. That she pledged, she rushed with Sophie with her, and she directly lied. Clancy was like, "Yeah, I was across campus when I found out Sophie died." No, bitch, she was at you were the at the party, hmm. huh? And then it turns out she was on the rooftop. Yep, huh? Hmm. And then Tasha finally unfolds. The bitch pushed her. Yep. Yep. Clancy crazy as hell. Crazy as, a mug. as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Gabriella, oh, oh. <laughs> Honestly, after a point, you start to like, because Gabriella is really not as sinister as Clancy, you know? Yeah, yeah. She's just like, oh, I just liked being popular. I, right. <laughs> I didn't know. I, just, I, want, I like being on top, girl. You know, it's yeah. just like me. Everyone here worships me. Yeah, she's just like, wait, you killed Jada? (laughs) Jada, Jada? (laughs) Yeah, but it's (laughs) it's too fucking late because uh, Tasha already got this whole conversation recorded, then lured him up to the roof Mm -hmm. to get this confession. And yeah, the bitches get locked up. Clancy and Gabriella get locked up. And this is where... 
Tasha redeems herself for me is mm-hmm. Maddie or Madison, the Maddie, girl, yeah, mm-hmm. is like, you know, we got you, two spots open. We got a spot open be for you. A town new girl? Hell no. And Tasha's ass is smart enough to say, "Girl, this is not for me." Right. Nope. I got what I needed to do originally. I'm back on track. No, thank you. We also yeah. find out though. Tasha was so invested in this story because she knew Sophie way back when in high school because she yep. lied on Sophie's daddy, who was the school's principal, having an affair. And that was yeah. her big like journalism break. So to she wanted to redeem herself and also, I guess, like getting Sophie's good graces by breaking this story on her death. But you know, yeah. whatever, Tasha. Tasha, here's the thing about Tasha, and the movie doesn't underline this, but it's just provided. Tasha's kind yeah. of a fucking loser. And here's why I feel this way. She's a she peaked in high school, is not yeah. actively working toward the stuff she likes, but is just waiting around to try and like like get a big thing instead of just showing up every day, you know, and doing mm-hmm. her thing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then she's just resentful to people who is doing their thing. You know what right, I'm talking about? Right. Yeah, like one of the sorority true. girls in one of the friendly sororities, because yes, there are sororities like uh, I want to go eighty pie, eighty pie, boo boo, <laughs> and like Tridel, <laughs> and like there there are sororities like that, but there are many sororities of just you know, you know, nice girls that aren't really like yeah. you know, they're not Elle Woods, they're not <laughs> they're right, not right. Regina George, yeah, you know, they're regular nice girls. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there was a girl like that at the rush table who was telling Tasha's ass, "Hey, you know, <laughs> town news kind of they got a lot going on, mm-hmm. and yeah. somebody died last year. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> right. So here's our pamphlet. You know, we care about our our, our pledges. We wouldn't do anything like that." And mm-hmm. Tasha blew her off and started sucking in that sweet validation, yep. <laughs> sweet dopamine yeah, she, immediately. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. and she honestly, it was given very like lame. It was given very loser. I, I'm just <laughs> Big I'm putting L energy, a, L on a finger L on my <laughs> yeah. forehead. Very yeah. loser shit. Lame. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I feel about yeah. it. I mean, and for that reason, I'm sticking to my guns. Um, if I do decide to have some children and they so decide they want to go to college, you have if you want me to pay for it, you got one option. You going to Howard. I don't know what else to tell Sydney, you. Sydney, you're way softer than that. That is not true. <laughs> you going to that is not true. I don't, where, else, where, where else are you going to go? Which, there are plenty of colleges. See, I told the listener homegirl we wasn't going to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> and now we be Come on, man. I'm, I'm sorry. We, 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 we building a legacy. Okay, you know, oh my you god, here. girl. Anyway, <laughs> I don't right, feel last, that way. Last this or that uh, before we uh, get to get to the awards. All right. Yeah. Would Would you rather rob a liquor store or rob a bank? I'm not going doing? to no bank. I'm not going to no bank. <laughs> I'm not stealing no. I I don't want to do none of that. That's I wouldn't have made it past. <laughs> I wouldn't have made it past that damn elevator. They would have had to get rid of me. <laughs> I'm not robbing yeah. no liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> they be having guns behind that counter. I'm not getting shot for nobody. Uh-uh. Hell no. no. I wouldn't even sneak a zebra cake in my pocket out the liquor store. I am paying yeah. for all. I'm not doing that. I'm not. Yeah. No. 
I, ooh, yeah. I'd, I'd be feeling so guilty with it crinkling in my pocket like that. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> no. I just, yeah. that's a no. Knows, I'm not yeah. stealing from nobody. I'm for no establishment. And jail, not for me. I just, y'all, not, I've already given my rundown. If I was to ever be in a situation where jail yeah. time was involved, I'm not doing that. That's a no. We make me. that very clear on this show. We're not yeah. going to jail. No. That's not it. No. So. That's your answer. Well, Tasha <laughs> robbed a liquor store. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. Tasha did. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess Anthony was there riding with her, but that was still he so was stupid. Why that. would you two yeah. black people go and, out in and Ohio? Hell no. Hell no. no. Hell no. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, Sydney, I got a question for you. It should be a pretty easy one this week. Yeah. Who came to act? Yeah, this is this is a super easy one this week. Um. Each and every week, we give out the Who Came to Act nomination for the person who left it all on the screen. And this week's nominee is Miss Kia King, who played Tasha. I also want to point out, she also starred in, well, was, yeah, starred in Brown Girl Begins, the sci-fi kind of like yeah. movie we did. Uh, yeah. Two, I want to say, yep, she was in that. Mm-hmm. The um, Negro-based film. Yes, that's when we coined Negro based. Yeah, yes. shout out to them. Yeah. That movie was good, mm-hmm. and the director seemed really cool. So, yeah, yeah I thought she looked familiar. Mm-hmm. That she was in. Yeah, we're riding with you, girl. Did we? Did we yeah. not? Nom- I think we nominated the guy who paid Lock Papa Legba in that movie. I oh, he was the runner-up. I nominated the main girl in that movie. I feel like. And I think he okay. was runner up because you were like, I got to run her up. You know how you do. Okay. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she's not in the studio with us tonight. So I approve and I, I accept that on her behalf since she's not as, yes, in here with Ms. us tonight. Kia. She did great. Especially up on that roof scene. She was eating mm-hmm. down. I don't she know was. if they like gave her some teardrops or something, but she was, oh yeah. yeah. She, she was, was this close it. to the Viola snot too. I, yeah. I, I felt it coming. So she, Very was, she close. was going for it. Yeah. It was very good. So shout out to you, girl. Um, mm-hmm. This is a Tubi original. So go yeah. and check this out, listener home, girl. It give you a little bit of oh no. If you want to cuss at your at your TV screen, go ahead. Yeah, this this the one <laughs> yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, she's also in Yellow Jackets. I don't know if you watched that, but another kind of like spooky series on Showtime. It's really good. Um, she's a main. Yes, I recommend. It's like fall time too. It's kind of like good time to. Yeah, Check they bringing yeah. by uh, Halloween Town. They doing another one. What's Halloween Town Six? Why are they doing that? That's not the uh, response I expected. Because that yeah. last one wasn't good with that blue monster. But everybody older now, so they. I hope they gonna just maybe do it a little bit darker. You know, they gonna bring. Okay, I hope so. Like Marnie, she got. Okay, we could do that. We'll see. Because yeah. I saw the Hocus Pocus too. That came out. Oh, I'm sorry. I mixed the whole thing up. I meant Hocus Pocus. I was like, why she acting like that? Yeah, okay. Because Hocus Hocus Pocus Pocus. 2 was good. I'm going to watch that. Okay. My bad. They're not bringing Halloween Town back. And that's going to be on Disney. Like, what? Why? You threw me. I was like, Marnie, that's not in Hocus Pocus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hocus Pocus, not Halloween Hocus Pocus. Okay. That looked good. Well, now we know what you think about Halloween Town. The first two was great. Them last yeah. one, them last ones fell off for me. They just did too much. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Maybe yeah. they could bring that back too. I'll watch it. But I ain't hey. watching that. If they bring back Halloween, <laughs> I ain't 
Well, this is, you know, uh, this movie was one of our, you know, spooky picks for for the Mm -hmm. month of October. And y'all know how we do. We don't get it too scary because y'all know we saw. So get you a little thriller. I don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get on out of here. Our episodes have been been getting longer. I mean, we know the listener homegirls kind of like that. So, yeah. We Um, also was drinking this one, too. So we got a little long winded, you know. Yeah. A little chit chat. Like that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Then. All right, y'all. Yeah, we'll see you. Thanks next for week. listening. To join in on the conversation, follow us on Twitter at TNCC Pod and on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, and that's spelled C H I T L I N. And for the latest and greatest, check out our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. dot